This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. I'm not normally one to sing my own praises, but did you see that? After making quick work of the latest monstrosity. Metro's going to kind of uh, wander around the room and do a detect magic just to see, make sure there's nothing we're missing in here. The heroes push forward. You see images of armored fire giants crushing opponents, while the burning image of a giant wearing a fanged helm looms in the background in the darkness. Try to think tactically. All of us, same time. All right, let's let's move out. Let's right. go. Let's go, same time. Three, two, one, go. Oh, three, two, one, go. And expect the unexpected. Something's caught on us this way, isn't it? I can feel it. The adventure continues now. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 248 of the Glass Cannon Podcast. Uh, we here at the Glass Cannon Network are extremely excited as we have some very cool stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, first and foremost, our triumphant return to Boston for our live show this Friday. Uh, very excited to be returning to Boston during PAX East. And doubly excited to be hitting the stage at the legendary Paradise Rock Club again uh, in Troy and my old stomping grounds up there. And Comav, we will be debuting a new shirt design at the show. And then Monday, March 2nd at 7 or 7.30, we will be streaming the Androids and Aliens Episode 100 Red Carpet Party live from GCN Studios here in glamorous New York, and then we will be going live with episodes 100 and 101 of Androids and Aliens at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And then Thursday, March 5th, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or Eastern Daylight Time, whatever it is, we will be doing Glass Cannon episode 250 live, three hours. It is It is going to be... It is going to be epic, I think, and all of that will be exclusively on Twitch TV slash The Glass Cannon, all one word. Wow, got a lot of stuff coming up, but this episode is also pretty good, so I hope you enjoy it. Please enjoy episode 248. Look at us. Look at us. Five scrappy ne'er do wells started a podcast in a living room. <laughs> and now we're a few episodes away from episode 250. Oh, closing in. 250, Matthew. I would imagine among all of us, you're the most fired up <laughs> for 250. I'm fired up and ready to go. This guy is so fired up. So fired up. I can't. You're sitting too close to me, and your fired upness is what rubbing you, off. What you can't see at home is that I'm currently exploding. Yes. <laughs> With fired upness. <laughs> With fired upness. You look like an, an X-Man revealing his powers. <laughs> it's like, I couldn't keep looking. I had to tear like my tra- eyes away. It's from like the, the transfiguration. He's like uh, the Dark Phoenix. Yes. <laughs> Yes, can't you tell from the tone of my voice how fired up I am? Also, you're wearing very sexy, knee-high golden boots, like the Dark Phoenix in a red uh, spandex suit right now. I've decided I want to dress more like I feel. Wow. (laughs) Dress like no one's watching. 
That's what I always say. Uh, we have a whole new audio set up here, and I still cannot get used to it. It's a little strange. It's uh, it's really intense, but we pass the, the listening experience on to you, the listener. Um, the new soundboard looks like it could pilot a starship. It really does. It looks like something out of like uh, an 80s sci-fi movie. <laughs> it is like... It moves on its own. It's weird. It's like the Excelsior in in Star Trek Star Trek 2. Yeah. <laughs> it's like cuz they, they we consolidated. We had this huge rack full of all this different of sound equipment and we were able to consolidate it down into this one board. And it's like it's capable of tra- it's transwarp capable is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I should also say that we never had a rack before. We simply stack things on top of a plastic bookshelf. Yes. Uh, because we couldn't get it together to buy something to screw them into, which is like, it was like $60 to get that nice rack. Yeah. That yeah. would have changed everything even before we got there. And then we could have walked by and said, hey, nice rack. And that yeah. would have been fun. And <laughs> now we... Instead, I, we have a starship. Uh, now we have a yeah. starship. But it was a trouble, too, because the cats, it would get warm, so the cats would keep sleeping on it and full of hair. <laughs> <laughs> I bought that shitty rack at uh, Home Depot. Home Depot. When we first moved into the small studio next door. And I was like, temporary solution. We just need something to put things on. We'll fix this in a month. <laughs> do, you remember, two years ago. do you remember the deliberations around, now that we have all this new equipment, I'm just thinking back. Do you remember the deliberations around moving into this space? Oh, yeah. We had to have a vote on it. We had to there talk about yeah, it. Yeah, like, it was a big deal. Are we confident? Do we feel we good? Had to have a, we had to have a board vote on it. Board yeah. vote via email so we couldn't see each other's faces. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we talked about that on Canon uh, Friday. Canon Friday. Yeah. We did. Um yeah, now look at us. This is crazy. I want to go back and listen to episode one now because, uh, you know, the audio quality I thought was pretty solid compared to the garbage that's out there at the time. But now you listen to this. It's like, we're in the future, baby. <laughs> the monitoring is just what's really intense. Yeah. Now we have like separate headphone lines instead of just splitting everything. So now you see how dampened that was before because now it's like it's so clear. It's like, well, ah, got to turn it down. Yeah. And, and the board's outputting much more powerfully than the old one was robust it's basically like if you've ever bought a home theater system they're like you're never going to turn your system that loud but you want more amperage because the more more power going through a system the cleaner the signal can be and that's what we have now with this board and now when matthew's like it's too loud for my little ears (laughs) i have so much hair blocking the holes to get in can you turn it down i have actual hearing loss yeah he has (laughs) he has tinnitus tinnitus. it's really not cool (laughs) is that that not cool <laughs> Can't shit on a guy with tinnitus. No, it's like you're. It's like, oh yeah, look at him. He's experiencing pain. Yeah, yeah for a real reason. Yeah, <laughs> just rub some lotion on it. <laughs> you didn't come in here making fun of your new glasses. Actually, that's I true. did do that. He, did. Oh, he, he did. called yeah, me four yeah. eyes and he gave me a noogie. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I, just, I just said, "Who's that nerd sitting in choice suit?" Yeah, <laughs> glasses. Now I can see you all, and uh, that's a nice new experience. I didn't realize how blurry you all were before, but now you're all in. It's weird, isn't it? Amazing Technicolor. Do you yeah. think you're going to have more empathy for the human experience now you can see people's faces? No, but I do feel uh, weaker. I feel like a, like a weaker person overall. Why? 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 Because I'm failing. 
<laughs> failing. You know, your somebody, body's deteriorating. Well, you're getting yeah, my body's, they, somebody t- I, I heard this somewhere once. I can't remember where, so I don't know who to attribute it to. But they say at, uh, at 30, uh, the body starts to break down. And at 40, it starts to die. And it slowly dies <laughs> over the next 40 to 50 years. So I'm in the die mode now. And now that the eyes have gone, uh, soon it'll be everything else. I'm just glad I could get clean and trim before you got your glasses so you didn't have to look at me before. I know. Now I now I can finally see you. Have you always been so svelte? <laughs> nope. I have no way of knowing. <laughs> unless I watch those old YouTube videos. Oh, boy. Like, who's that big boy? <laughs> he done put some work in. I, I like that big boy. Yeah. yeah. Also, you can see the great feathering in, in Grant's new haircut. Yeah, Grant, you're looking good. You're looking clean. You're always looking good. You're always the best dressed amongst us. Sorry, Matthew. I know you consider yourself a, a snazzy dresser, but you know Grant Burger, actually. I'll tell you. Joe used to be really good dressed. R- really well dressed. Yeah, until he office. started yeah, well, slumming it with this job. <laughs> exactly. No, when, yeah, when, when, he, had jobs, when yeah. he had a job, yeah, he looked great. Yeah. Grant, Grant knows where, like, where to get clothes. I don't know any of that. Like, he knows where to go Dude, to Stitch find fix. clothes. Stitch what? Fix is the way to go. Stitchfix.com. I don't go to stores to buy clothes. That's for, Please. That's for dummies. I mean, Grant often goes to think online retailers. Am I wrong? Listen, I, I do too, but I go to multiple. So yeah, you're, well, you're very hip. You're very hip. We all know Matthew, that. I think we should send Matthew to Bonobos or a place like that because they have New York City showrooms where they'll like do like an 80s style montage. Oh, that'd like, be fun. They give you a little cocktail yeah, and we could film Bonobos it and put it on the Patreon. Ten different looks. We could try to get like... And we can all stand in there and just like shake our head right <laughs> now and then finally give the thumbs up. We could get a low budget Tan France imitator from uh, Queer Eye to like give him like guidance throughout the entire thing. I think it'd be really good. I don't think I'm in need of a makeover. No, <laughs> Matthew. No, no. He's I may right, not be Matthew. the best you dressed. Look terrible. Yeah. This is, this is people sick. that need makeovers never think they need makeovers. That, That's the point. This well, is, that, that tinnitus, you haven't heard the truth in a long time. You're a mess. This isn't a makeover. It's Clean a it up. intervention. <laughs> oh, God. I was wondering if, because a lot of times people are like, oh, I'm having trouble in school, and, and then, they re- then they get glasses like, oh, I just couldn't see the board, and then they become good students. I was wondering if Troy was just an asshole because he couldn't see. Right. No, that's what I was hoping. Is he going to start being a good GM now? Yeah. Now that he has glasses? But that, uh, signs uh, do not point to yes. No. no. <laughs> so I can far. see it all now. Clear. <laughs> see our trauma. Yes, yes. TV looks better, too, which is fun. <laughs> can I take uh, let me take a second here, interrupt for a, a little community shout out. Like, oh boy. I think we all, all of you, Oh, Aaron from New Orleans, Louisiana. A little thank oh, you. Oh, yeah. For the king cake, baby. It was oh. carnival season in New Orleans. Aaron sent us some king cake. And two. We have been two. Two king, king cakes. cakes. I found we, the baby. We have Detroit been going. Got, oh, Troy, of course, got the baby. Of course yes. he did. That was before I got my glasses. Second try. Uh, yeah, you didn't see the baby. You no, know, I just I went right through my tooth. Uh, no, I thank Aaron, but my waistline doesn't because I've eaten at least three pounds of it since Ooh, it arrived. Man. It is so delicious. You know, I never had king cake before oh, this neither one. Neither did I. I've Listen. never had it. We've gotten a lot of snacks lately, like the last few, couple weeks. Yeah, yes. we got whoopie pies from Maine. I, I, I'm escaped. The name is escaping me. Who sent it? Uh, and then Grant got some burger cookies from burger. Baltimore. Alex from Baltimore, thank you so much. They are uh, delicious and sweet, just like me. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, it's only sweets, and uh, we're just going to all get gross. Yeah, some random person just sent me like five bags of of miniature cinnamon donuts. Oh, right. I don't know who, what, like, there was no name on it or anything. I just want someone to send us carrots. No, you <laughs> yeah, don't. It was no, you don't. No, yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> they do, they do for the backstage when we do the live show. We never crack them up. I know. We never eat them. We eat a gallon of uh, Red Bull and Sour Patch Kids, but the carrots <laughs> just get thrown out. You know, no. I don't trust baby carrots anymore. Why? They go bad or dry too fast. 
You got to eat them. You got to keep up. I know. I'd, I'd rather just peel a carrot and chop it up. I should be like, I don't trust babies. I like. I. I, I, I really like a. Really like a purple carrot. Oh. Caitlin brought some home, and I was like, I don't know what's different about these, but they're delicious. They're purple. There was like some purple ones and some orange ones and some yellow ones and some white ones. They're all mixed in together, and they're all delicious. This is the world we live in. Every carrot is a organic, multicolored Trader Joe's carrots. Yep. <laughs> that kind of world. That's the world. That's the world. Uh, that you know, about sums her up. What world I don't want to live in oh, is boy. a world in which you walk into a room with a gargantuan monster and fucking one and a half around it because you <laughs> put off three crits. <laughs> and even Joey O got some damage off, right? Weren't you invisible? No. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, no, you, you did. did. Yeah. I did get damage off. Yes, yeah, I thought right. you did. Your um, first attack, you got like 44 points of you're damage. You're absolutely right. I just forgot because it was only one attack and then the thing was down. Yeah. You know I'm hopeless when O'Brien's getting 44 <laughs> points of damage off. But, uh, gotcha. I'll be honest, and I talked about this on Fodder Friday. Um, I wasn't expecting much out of the encounter. I thought that I had high hopes, but when there's one monster and four of you, no matter how cool that monster is, unless they have crazy magic that can delay the fight or some sort of summoning of minions, I just or wasn't some kind, uh, of, some kind of environmental hazard. Right, something. Can, the uh, thing that killed you was the distance between us and it. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah, but it could it could have made up the distance. It had crazy speed. I just uh, if it wasn't for the crit, the crit slowed it. The crit, the crit, did crit crippled it. it. Yes, yes, it did. But uh, kudos to you. You deserved a W, especially after that fight in the uh, previous room, which uh, was real deadly and lasted for a couple eps. Now you're in this room, and uh, as I mentioned to you, I'll, I'll re-mention to you uh, here that the murals on the walls, uh, there are like little uh, spaces that look like they lead beyond the wall like maybe tunnels um you see three spaces one to the northwest one more westerly and then one going uh south um the creature lies crumbled at your feet uh just a pile of corpses uh in this hard exoskeleton of armor what do you guys want to do well nestor is still crowing about what he did so, I'm not normally one to sing my own praises, but did you see that? I mean, that would be, did you see what I did to it? Oh, I was well shot, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and don't sell yourself short there, <laughs> mate, either, Dal Grief. <laughs> you listen to that for me now, yeah? He's looking across at his uh, illusion. Yeah, <laughs> both. <laughs> illusion you. waves and then fades away. You and your friends. <laughs> <laughs> um. That was incredible, Nestor. He starts walking over. The target and right in the neck. Couldn't believe I saw it so close. I feel like I was going to get rained down with blood from that creature. Yeah, mate. See, that's how he's done. Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever hit any allies with those arrows? Nah, well, once in a while, but, you know, you can't uh, make an omelet, as they say. <laughs> can't, can't, can't make an omelet without breaking a few legs, as my old dad used to say. <laughs> Always the clever one. Uh, and speaking of which, I'm once again sorry for shooting you in the uh, leg. No, bargains be bargains, mate. All right. We've had our troubles. And, and Baron's actually like downtrodden because he's used to taking out like the big guys. And like he's he's fought with Nestor before. But Nestor right now is super powerful and like from so much further range, especially with Della as opposed to Lawbringer. It's 40 feet to 110, 120. What, what do you That's got my there? first range. 110, yeah. yeah. So, you know, Baron, like, as far as damage dealing in that battle, just did nothing. Yeah. Not used to it. 
Um, is there yeah. anything to suggest that this monster could regenerate? That uh, we should do anything Ooh. else to uh, keep make sure it stays down? Um, time has passed and it hasn't moved. Is it also uh, okay? Great. Uh, unrelated question: Does it look like it has anything on its person that would be worth searching for? Uh, you figure you can probably pry that breastplate away, but it's gargantuan and it doesn't appear to be magical. All right. And in the middle of the Pass. room, I'm forgetting Pass. what how it was described in past episodes. Is that a burning furnace or? Uh, I believe it's a Clyde Brazier. Okay, so could we... F- <laughs> I went to high school with Clyde Brazier. <laughs> um, yeah, it is... Uh, let me just make sure I get this correct. It is a um, Brazier, yeah, standing lit in the center of the room, surrounded by steel chairs. Remember, the walls are carved to resemble a volcanic mountain range, um, as if the the room itself lay in the middle of a valley, not unlike Minderhall's Valley. Um, and the flickering flames behind the volcanic calderas give the appearance of flowing lava, and the walls between the peaks are painted to look like looming, shadowy mountains. Wow. Uh, Baron's going to suggest, based off of seeing the handiwork that they did with other creatures in Skirgatla's tomb, uh, and seeing Orphos be brought to life and all sorts of other things that mm. we put this creature into the brazier somehow and try to destroy its remains. Okay. Uh, it's pretty big. It's How about 50 feet tall. 50, 60 feet tall. Uh, hack it up. Hack it up. Baron pulls out his... We, uh, don't, we don't have that kind of time. <laughs> what do you think about look the size of it? It'll take six and a half hours. <laughs> it's just been so long since I had a good barbecue. I'm sorry. Uh, Can we just light it on fire? Uh, just leave it. What we need. We'll let, let them know we it. destroyed their guardian. <laughs> think twice before messing with us now. How's everyone feeling? Great. <laughs> I don't All think right. I took a point of damage. I mean, I didn't either, but I also I did use some spells preparing for that battle. I've got a few bumps and bruises, but uh, nothing that can't be endured by one with exceptional will. Who's that? Me. <laughs> I thought. Sorry, I thought I made that clear. I thought it would have been clear by context. No, it's me. Yeah, I've got. I'm really quite amazing. Did you see what I did just then? <laughs> I did. I saw. Yeah, it's good, right? There's some good shooting. Yeah. No, it's just all in a day's work for me. Really, I really am rem- a remarkable human being when you think about it. Have you ever met any? Human beings as remarkable as you? Yeah, yeah, no, a few, but normally, uh, well, normally I kill them. Right. But, you know, those few that survive, like you you three, like you, you're not bad. None of us are here. So, human. yeah, no, this is true. It's probably best that we stay slightly worse than you're right, Nister. Yeah, I mean, if you know it's good for you. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> Only joking. I'm sure you are. By the way, I just uh, realized that Clyde Fraser has a huge restaurant on. Uh, over by the Javits Center. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I just I was so Is it called Clyde's? It's called Clyde Frazier's Wine and Dine. Well, now wow. we know where we're going before uh, Glass Cannon Live. <laughs> right. Dinner at Frazier's. I used to, a former Knicks straight, uh, Clyde Frazier. I used to watch the Knicks games with uh, Pat McGrath, our friend, and uh, I used to do my Clyde Frazier uh, impression watching the game. Will you give us a sample? So, boy, that, he, he's coming down used and confused. <laughs> he's taking that three point shot. He doesn't know what he's doing. That's that's my Clyde Frazier. Is that Clyde Frazier in the room? <laughs> that's like Clyde Frazier. 
Sorry, I derailed the entire. Thing. No, no, I, it was worth. It. No, it's it's worth a, a degree of discussing the last uh, NBA champion, Nick. Uh, one of the last. I yeah, mean, it's been like forty plus years. Or him and Earl, the Pearl Monroe. It's why even make fun of the Knicks? It's it's just like it's it's what is there something easier than hitting a, a paper bag? Oh boy. <laughs> What were you, a New, New Jersey Nets fan no, growing I mean, up over there? I'm a Knicks fan. Oh, you it's, are? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like, they're so terrible and have been so terrible for so long. What's even the point of making fun of them? Anyway, that's Clyde Frazier's Wine and Dine <laughs> on 10th Avenue. See you there. This episode brought to you by Clyde Frazier's Wine and Dine. Remember, Thursday night is prime rib night. <laughs> $8 gets you a prime rib and a baked potato. Clyde Frazier. I remember when you could get an $8 prime rib. Those were the days, Those huh? Those were the days. Yeah. Um, did, did we ever dis- what is happening? <laughs> did we ever discuss the relationship between twenty-year-olds listening to this show? <laughs> is that good? Did we ever discuss the relationship between the smaller God's head and the larger God's head? I'm forgetting which which deity it is now. Uh, there's Vader. No, obviously in the room you were in. Previously, something came off of the door and stretched the whole length of that room. In this room, when you stepped in, there was that same image, but smaller. You know, it still takes up a, a good chunk there. What is it? Uh, 15 by 15? No, no. T- uh, a 10-foot square, uh, but same exact image on the floor, and you all skirted around it in the battle. Yeah, that looks small in here, but imagine right. a 10-foot by 10-foot painted war mask on our floor in the studio. Sure. It would look horrifyingly huge. It's just a lot smaller than the, uh, let's see what the length of this is. Now we know what to tell our our interior decorator. 120 feet by 25 foot one in the previous hall. It would be like the world's most horrifying fathead. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the 20 year olds might also have a problem understanding what a fathead is at this point. (laughs) Holy crap. I bet you they sell Clyde Frazier fatheads. I bet, I bet they I did. Bet they did. There's one I on the they wall. Did. They take it down during prime rib night. I had, to, I had to buy my, I had to buy my goddaughter a gift, and I asked my my sister what she wanted, and she said hydro flash stickers. What? And I what? said what? And apparently, moon boots. Like all the kids have like those metal water bottles now, and what they do instead of pogs is they buy like forty eight stickers at a time and they cover them up and they trade them with their friends and they put them on their dumb water bottles. On their water bottles. It's kids like the today. back of a laptop, but you know. Kids today, uh, they're water bottles and stickers. Back in my day, in a prime rib right box, and you like it? <laughs> well, maybe even some salad. Completely bar. unrelated. <laughs> completely unrelated. Back in my day, I was smoking half a pack a day. I, think, I worked three jobs. I think Joe Googled Hydroflask stickers. I did. Uh, I think I know what they were talking about because we've had the... I, I was wondering like what they meant by all the small ones, but now I see they're so small. But that was part of the reason that we started selling GCP stickers is because there was a demand for Hydroflask GCP stickers. Oh, is that what those are? Yeah. I mean, that's not what they are. They Available now at glasscannonpodcast.com. Yeah, you can put yep. them anywhere, but they're a little big. They kind of take up your whole Hydroflask, but they're not like these. These are like, there's all, there are all kinds of tiny ones, like Skid's laptop. Yeah, a bunch of uh, flavor. I've got a lot of flavor. His I've got a lot of flair on my. A lot of flair. It's like a high school locker. Yeah. <laughs> he's the Guy Fieri of laptop bags. <laughs> I actually have a locker at Juilliard, and I opened it, I opened it up, and it has a has like a a, a fading sticker for a 
a radio station from the early 90s that I, that I was like, I remember when this went off the air, like when this got replaced by something else. Do you ever get stuffed in it? No. Yeah, Kevin Klein ever come around and just like throw you in there. <laughs> Take that titty. Yeah. He makes yeah. money at tonight. He, yeah. in there. <laughs> he was in there. your locker, titty. He was there from the vent and he just like shoved me in. Oh, wow. Who him, was that? Him and his beard. He <laughs> <laughs> goes out and makes out with Sigourney Weaver in the parking lot. <laughs> Don't you forget me. Anyway, how many doors out of this room are there? There's no doors, but concealed ah. within the. Uh, the mural that stretches around the circumference of this room are uh, three exits. Okay. Can I just do... Can Metro's going to kind of uh, wander around the room and do a detect magic just to see, make sure there's nothing we're missing in here. Baron will follow looking for unusual stonework as you do that. Great. All right, Metro, are you walking around the room and like... I'm like... Just doing the cursory ra- one round uh, detect magic or are you sitting there doing three rounds going to move another area three rounds because you get what 60 feet or 30 feet on that it's 60 foot cone right um i miss confirm i don't yeah, know what's the what's the second what's the two round yeah no just the first round and if i if i detect anything interesting i'll stay and if you detect the presence of magic he'll stay and then i'll see what i'll learn more okay um you do detect the presence of magic um throughout the room um emanating from any particular area? Um, You detect uh, around the light sources and uh, on the uh, glyph. The face. Mr. Spotter face. Yeah, and as well as the uh, passageway to the northwest. Hmm. I'll concentrate on that passageway to the northwest. Concentrate and stay there for a little while. Uh, You're detecting an aura of abjuration magic. Hmm. I share this information with the party. An aura of abjuration. Where? Which way was it? Northwest. How far? How distant? Well, I can only detect within 60 feet, so it must be within 60 feet. Was it, is it the end of your range or right here at the opening? And Dalgrith is like slowly creeping toward it and looking suspiciously at it. He obviously can't detect any magic. He doesn't see anything, but he knows there's something there, and he has his own familiarity with abjuration magic. Yeah, sorry, which one is abjuration magic? I don't know. I'm not a scholar. Oh. It's de- uh, defensive arts. Yeah. Uh, typically, it's uh, somebody who's protecting something they don't want you to see or find. Uh, in addition to looking for unusual stonework, I'm realizing I can do this at will. It's not a use of anything. I'm going to detect evil auras, presences. Uh, it should apply to creatures, objects, and spells. Kind of go through the whole room and look for those. Okay. So while Metra is doing uh, her sort of uh, more specific detect magic um, you are going around looking for evil and you don't detect any of that wow okay except for Nestor except for Nestor yeah. he's <laughs> yeah, really glowing it's one really like a, <laughs> a, a bright pink glow around all Baron puts on a pair of sunglasses like uh, old school like uh, um, ZZ Top no o- Oakley style like a baseball pitcher in the 90s oh like, yeah with the, the, flip, the, the flip rainbow down. ones yeah, oh, yeah. yeah um Shall we proceed to the northwest, then? I guess we should follow the source of that magic, Metra. Something's calling us this way, isn't it? I can feel it. He's, like, drawn toward it. Uh, can I look down the hallway for without stepping into it? How, or does it turn right away? Sure. Um, are all you up there yeah. with him? Yes. All right, so, Dalgrith, you step forward. And the moment you step forward... <laughs> everybody roll a reflex save. Ooh. Oh, wow. 
Everybody? It was, I asked, why well, that's how far away was Roger? <laughs> His cries are covered by electricity. Uh, what did you get, Baron? 24, unless it's against a poison. Uh, it is not. 24 is a pass. Uh, Nesta coin? 34. 34 is a pass. Uh, Dalgrith? 25. 25 is a pass. Metra? 30. Wow, wow, passes all around. So if you don't have a ra- evasion, uh, it's going to be half damage. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm so it doesn't really matter. But do I roll the damage differently for everyone or once for all? Um, I always forget this because I'm reading geez. second edition. Uh, I don't think it really. It's you know, I usually really roll it once. Yeah, it's a blast. Uh, so it's uh, it's only going to be three points of damage to those of you without evasion. Just um, right when you stepped onto that one spot forward from where you were standing mm. uh, there was some sort of trap there. Wow. Right. Uh, you notice that Metro takes no damage at all. Oh, I don't notice that because I don't exist. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Metro. I don't exist. Holy wow. shit. I feel like I'm watching Adaptation right now. Do you really not exist? Is is this a figment? Of my- oh, fuck. Yeah, Grant. Now you shake and you wake up and you're in bed clutching oh, a snow globe. And <laughs> <sighs> you just see Skid's computer. He's sitting at his computer inside the snow globe. Joe's got his hand on his head. It's the Tommy Westfall snow, snow globe. Yep. A, we're in the Tommy Westfall version. Can there also be a top spinning that never falls over and it cuts to black just to mix up different references? Yeah. Okay. And then we'll see you next week. All right. um, I, uh, I'm, just, I'm just delighted that we're uh, in the same universe as uh, St. Elsewhere. Well, and all of the other things that crossed over were saying <laughs> right, elsewhere. Yeah. Almost everything. Uh, Isn't Richard Belzer like singularly responsible for expanding the Tommy the Tommy Westfall universe? Like, is that true? Because he because he crossed over so many times. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 that character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once this happens and Baron doesn't take much damage from it and notices uh, that Metro doesn't take any, um, he's going to say that trap wasn't there to kill anything. I think it was there to warn whatever's down this passageway, so we best be careful, Dalgrith. I was thinking the same thing, Baron. Someone's probably on us. Metra, can you give us another look? Do you see, feel any more uh, auras of abjuration ahead? Detect magic. Or do we burn it out? Nothing. Alright, it's perfectly safe. Let's go, Baron. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Dog starts walking at a normal speed. Uh, and I'm going to do a perception uh, as I walk. Okay. Just, you know, for, for dangers. Yeah, sure. Uh, general percep for dange. Persephone. Uh, 34. 34. Uh, okay. Uh, you're looking specifically for danger. You don't see any. Uh, as you get deeper into this tunnel, though, you do see that up ahead the room opens up. Um, into a uh, another longish oblong shaped room, maybe. All right, uh, I'm gonna move into sneak mode. I'm gonna do a sneak stealth. Little, little sneak. Little sneak. Uh, Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Okay. Stealth. So you come stealthing up, moving quietly up to the opening. Okay. And as you get to the opening, you can see uh, more into this room. And you can't see the whole extent of the room, but you do see, you know, at least 60 feet in here with your dark vis. Um, there are doors to the, uh, I guess you would call it the east and the west. 
You see rows of benches in the center of the room. Uh, the walls are painted again with, instead of the images of volcanoes that you've seen, the stylized volcanoes and the lava, you see images of armored fry, fire giants crushing opponents, impaling enemies on spikes and tearing down human fortifications using rocks or their bare hands, while the burning image of a giant wearing a fanged helm looms in the background in the darkness. You see at least four doors exiting this room, Um, but you can't even see uh, further into the chamber. Where you're standing to the south, there's a large desk and chair just to your uh, left to the west. Hmm. All right. He'll look back to Baron and just nod his head like, come. Baron will stealth up to him. Uh, not great. 24. 24. Uh, and Baron sees exactly what it is. I wonder what this room is for. Who's sitting at the desk, you think? 29 stealth for Metro. She'll join. Okay. Stealthy party. Who's sitting at that desk, and why would there be so many entrance ways into this room as well? Is it a lobby? What's going on here? Nobody yep. sees anything, right? Um, Metra has uh, 120 feet of dark vision. Does that give her any more? Uh... All right, so you'll yeah, you'll actually be able to see a lot, uh, a lot more of the room. In fact, you can see what you would think is the extent of the room, and you see now at least two more doors. One on the uh, west, one on the east, respectively, and a large dais in the back sitting sort of uh, with uh, two rows of benches staring at the dais. All right. All right. Cool. It's a dais off. Time to turn around. Yeah, this looks like this is it. Basilica or something. Yeah, this is some horrible. <laughs> something can I do horrible. A, can I do a perception? It's going to happen in this room. So look around up <laughs> at the basilica, see if anything I can spot anything hiding in the pews, perhaps. Sure. No, we can't see any of this. Right. Metra's just We're describing. Metra. And I can see us staring at her like, do you have like black eyes? What color are your eyes? Purple? White? They are pupilless. Pupilless. White. white. Just these white eyes that can see into the darkness and just Dalgrith and Baron looking at her just <laughs> quiet. I hate I hate pews. Twenty nine perception. Twenty nine perception. There looks to be some um, stuff on the desk, um, and maybe some stuff uh, further ahead on the dais. Is it? Uh, you don't see any creatures. Could you possibly describe the stuff. anything about the stuff, <laughs> particularly um, the stuff that's on the desk? Books. Oh, um, normal desk stuff. Desky stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll relay this information to the party, and then I'm going to suggest us stealthing up to the desk. Oh, so you, us, all of us, same time. All right, let's let's move out. Let's right. go. Let's go same time. Three, two, one, go. Three, two, one, go. Uh, there you go, doll, doll. Is it dim? Is it dim light in here? Uh, no, it's well lit. So I didn't need the dark vision. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, you got me. I forgot. No, everything is uh, well lit. Oh, so, so we far. can see everything. Yeah, you can see. I forgot. I'm so used to you guys being in the dark, but no, right. ever since you've entered this level, everything has been well lit. Can I also point out what's what's weird about this this volcano setup that makes it hard, different from Skirkatlas Camp or Red Lake Fort or any other map 
we've been on is the verticality of it. It's almost like a video game dungeon where you just get lower or higher. And because there's slices Hmm. of different things, I have no real image of my mind or continuity in between place to place. And it's really hard to stitch together. And it just... It feels like you're actually lost in the mountain. Right. <laughs> it feels like I'm, I'm an ant in like an ant farm in like grade school, you know, like they're just all these different little categories. Yeah. If you're one ant all the way over here, you have no idea what's going on over there. It's, it's, it's disorienting and isolating and it's scary. Yeah. An ant farm is a good analogy too, because you know, a lot of the tunnels that you've gone through look like they were originally formed by lava flowing through and then they were worked into the rooms that you see. And on this floor, they've been worked more than any other floor thus far but forget about the collapse that you did on the first floor if someone just said run get out of here you'd you'd go a little ways then you just get lost yeah i couldn't i can't imagine doing this without uh teleport yeah you know like how scary would that be if you actually had to physically walk out of this place yeah (laughs) just remember that dog wreath yeah well that's why i try not to say anything Offensive to you, Metro. I wasn't. I, I try real hard. I wasn't threatening you. I was saying, "Don't let me die." No, no, I, I wouldn't. That's what I was saying. You know like, me. I could save everyone myself. <laughs> We'd be so screwed without Metro. Yeah. Oh, quit. We would be Done. dead. Yeah. Done for. Yeah. Be, and I mean, you'll be dead. Yeah. There are <laughs> mechanics for how to deal with the fact that you may not have teleportation, and I remember just reading it, being like, "Oh, that's brutal. What a pain in the ass." It'd be a lot of like, "All right." Let's uh, climb out past the giant camp. <laughs> right. It would be like uh, like actually climbing Mount Everest. where You have to like go up and then down and right. then up and then down. Greater invisibility. Hope there's nobody with scent yeah. roaming around. You remember that, Troy, for the sake of the show and for your own sanity. You don't have to do all those checks. It might be useful to have someone Thank teleport you, around. Thank you, Matthew. <laughs> I would love to have... Just saying, just don't kill me. Yeah. I, w- I would right. love to escape off of this uh, volcano using a hang glider. That would be so... Oh, that would be fun. You have, so you have a that flying would be so far cry. I can I do have a flying <laughs> Hang glider's more fun, Matthew. I don't know. I think a flying broom is pretty fun. Uh, yeah. Neither can stand up to a dragon. Yeah, that's the problem. They got air yeah. air defenses <laughs> right. to the maximum. They have air superiority. <laughs> what are you guys rolling for stealth, those of you walking up to the desk? 42 for Dahlgren. Good stealth. 29. 29? 28 for Baron. 28 for Baron. And Nestor is hanging back a bit, but he did roll a 24. 24. Uh, okay, so... You... How tall is this desk? Is it like, can Dahlgren climb up? 20 feet if it's a yard. No, it's uh, <laughs> it's about six feet off the ground. All right, Dogrith will climb up on it. Okay, it collapses, and you take sixty-eight damage. <laughs> <Quite a long. laughs> it was a trap desk. Alarm sounds. <laughs> <laughs> desk compromised. Uh, Viper yes. arms. <laughs> In addition to several <laughs> large Torpedos come out of the pews. <laughs> several large drawers full of giant-sized writing implements, clay tablets, copper sheeting, and similar tools uh, for what you would assume would be uh, fireproof record keeping. Mm. Uh, the desk has uh, an old copy of a book with uh, the holy symbol of Zerzvader on it and a great sword. Um, those of you who read Giant, it says the law of the shield. <laughs> and if you open it up, like it's just a series of steel plates with giant language stamped into it. 
Um, wow, that's cool. Yeah, it's very, very unique. And you've seen holy texts from giants before. Uh, nothing quite like this. Um, probably worth a lot to a collector. But more importantly, why is it, why is it so different? Why isn't it parchment? Uh, it's not like they're going to burn the paper with their hands. Is it... Um I mean, I can do a religion check on this, but is it akin to why, like, the Bible in a church is so much more ceremonially ornate, oftentimes with gold leaf and large presentation? Could it be that of a of a father or a pastor or a bishop or something like that? Does it have right. ceremonial significance? Possibly. Roll a religion check. Okay. While this is happening, Metro takes all of the writing implements and wears them down to, like, Really dull, like, uh, like rude. uses all their like their pencils. That's just annoying. And then I steal their sharpener. That's how you get them. <laughs> That's how you get them. Maddie, <laughs> Maddie, nineteen for a twenty-nine. Ooh, nice, dude. Nice. Huge. It seems like the version of the book that would be lent out for study instead of um, someone sharing their personal copy. Got it. Okay, we're stealing it, right? Uh, yeah, and it's called Law of the Shield. Law of the Shield. Man, that pisses the picture off. of Michael Chiklis on the back, <laughs> Hol- holding his Emmy, holding his Emmy. Uh, <laughs> Forward by uh, Michael Chiklis. About the author. Zervater <laughs> 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 is played by Michael Chiklis. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Chiklis was Zervater. In today's performance of Law of the Shield, Zervater will be played by Michael Chiklis. Oh man. <laughs> I want my money back. I want to see Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a monk, man. What can I say? I came all the way from St. Louis to see Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> oh, a horrible luck. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Those are very different performers. <laughs> I was going to wait at the stage door for Shalhoub, not Chickless. <laughs> <laughs> We're stealing it, though, right? We got to steal it. <laughs> Anything that's not nailed, nailed down, down, we have to steal. Especially something like this. This yeah. is amazing. We leave. The, I, I leave their their dulled pencils. Right. <laughs> Take the sharpener. Take the, and, sharpener. And the book. Anything else interesting in the desk? Um, no, nothing else interesting in the desk. You got six doors, uh, three, uh, two sets of uh, three pews each, and a dais that looks like there's some stuff on the dais. Does the does the book? Last question about the book. Does mm. it emanate an evil aura? If I were to do a um, evil on it? No. Okay. No, no, and, and no magical properties either. Got it. Mm. I have everyone step carefully. I've I got a bad, bad feeling about, about this doors. place. I, I'm with you, Mitra. This looks like the kind of place where the faithful come to kill those they consider heretics. Walk carefully. Uh, Dograith will slowly walk to the first door to the southwest. Um... There's a lot of doors, mm-hmm. but it's just somewhere to start. Uh, he's going to creep up, and he's keeping his eyes more on the pews. Um, but then as he gets to the door, if, there, if nothing happens, he'll listen at it. Okay. Try listening at it. Ooh, natural 20. 36. 36. 37. 37. Uh, listening through this thick wooden door. You hear nothing. Hmm. I wonder if they're just storing the robes and shit in there. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> <laughs> robes and shit. Robes and shit. Robes and maybe, shit. maybe it's a leftover votive candles. I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they got the unconsecrated hosts in there. Let's eat them. I am hungry. <laughs> uh, 
Is it like an openable door? Mm-hmm. Or is it huge? Like No, it's openable. Yeah. All right, so Dogwraith will attempt to open it. Okay. Slowly. Quietly. He'll, do, he'll roll a stealth in, in doing so. Uh, oh, God. That is a 32. You open the door stealthily, or so you hope, and you see a small chamber. Robes and shit. Robes and shit. Um, I knew it. It looks to be like a bedroom, maybe. Um, someone's personal quarters for one person. Um, there is a bed, a desk, metal box at the end of the bed. Uh, I'm going in. Cover me. And uh, as soon as somebody comes up, sort of looking in the door with him, he's going to slowly walk in the room. Metro will join him at the door and wait, guarding. And then he's going to continue to stealth. Slowly close the door behind him. <laughs> continue to <laughs> stealth. Metro comes in and closes the door. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Do you come in, though? No, I stay outside. I stay outside. Okay. Cover him. 26 stealth. He's just kind of trying to creep in. Okay. He wants to see what's at the foot of the bed. Um, yeah, it looks like a little lockbox. What's in the box? All right, he'll... He'll, he'll do a perception on the box for uh, for traps. Okay. Uh, 34. 34. Uh, doesn't appear to be trapped. He'll try to open it. Open it up. There's a mirror inside, and you see yourself. You are the treasure. There's <laughs> <laughs> just robes and shit. There's 350 gold pieces. <gasps> Whoa. Holy shit. And the gold pieces are all... I guess I gotta write that down. Are you Different are you um, varieties. Like, they're from Different all nations. over uh, Avistan, Galarian. Ah, oh, thieves' gold. Blood money. Let's take it. <laughs> take it all. Um, all right, we'll take it. Okay. And we'll bag it. Bag it and tag it. Tag it and bag it. Um, 350, yeah. Uh, I'll do a perception around the bed and stuff to see if there's any, and the desk, see if there's anything else of interest. Uh, oh, well, that's a terrible time to roll a natural one. <sighs> 18. Yeah. No, everything looks pretty normal. Uh, there's nothing else in there. We'll come back out. Found 350 gold, Metro. <laughs> I've, I've had 350, 300 gold, Metro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, right. 349 gold. The entire time that Dalgrith was inside of there looking through there, which wasn't a long time, but it was enough time to make it unusual. Uh, that Baron's eyes were transfixed upon the pews, and he remembers back to his childhood when he was admonished by uh, the priest in in church for somehow having a um, idol, an effigy, whatever you want to call it, of of Zerzvater in his hands, and remembers being yelled at and and kind of that moment pulls his feet down the middle of the pews <gasps> and he just starts walking down almost what? like a bride being played down. What? what? So Dogrith comes out of the room to see Baron walking down the pews. Slowly. And he's probably getting to the first pew and he's probably Baron! He's probably looking for the same row of pews he was sitting in when this memory happened and he's probably going to walk over to that and, and sit in it. So he's probably going to sit so you walk over to the first pew and you sit in it and you see on the center of the dais a burnt severed arm <gasps> somewhere from like just below the elbow to the end of the hand. It's 
It has to be Nargrim Steelhand's actual arm. What? It at has that, to be. At that moment, oh. three doors open up. There we go. Roll for initiative. Holy oh, shit, no. dude! Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. I told you not to walk down that That's what my father told me when I married Angel. What? <laughs> told you not to walk down that aisle. <laughs> if he had said roll for initiative, that would have been really <laughs> pathetic. Yeah. What'd you get there? Baron. A terrible roll. Joe's least favorite, a five on the die oh. for a 20. Hideous. Oh, five on the die for a Embarrassing. 20. Nestor Coin. Uh, that would be a 23. Uh, 20. Son of Coin. Son of Coin. Dalgrith Deathbringer. 25 for Dalgrith Deathbringer. 25 for Bread Boy. Metro. <laughs> <laughs> Snuck that one in there. 18 for Metro. 18. <laughs> You got Grant real bad. <laughs> I just pictured Joe eating Grant. Between, shamefully in the corner. Between rounds. Sadly eating Shit dinner roll. face dinner He's <laughs> <laughs> got stacks of Pillsbury's. Oh, my God. Nobody brings signs to our live shows, but I hope someone brings a sign that just gets, they can hold it up. It's like, nice one, bread boy. Be so now sad. they will. That'd be so sad. <laughs> it's round one, and it is Dalgrith's turn. Ooh. Uh, the three doors that you uh, see open up are one directly to your left, so we, uh, presumably the next one you're going to check out, yes. uh, and then the two uh, to the top of the opposite side of the room. Tunk, 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 tunk. Tunk, 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 tunk. And uh, from where you're standing, you can actually see into uh, the one nearest you. You see a very interesting looking giant. What? Yeah, Something we haven't seen yet? No. I'm just going to show you what it looks like here, um, and then let oh, you guys describe it. Whoa! Oh. Whoa. So, like, fire gi- long fire giant hair, like a curtain of flame from underneath a hood, but a dark face. It looks like a female fire giant. Uh, that, like, long it's hard long to hair. tell. His features are shrouded by this cowl connected to a purple cape. It's in full plate. Full plate, wielding a great sword. Yeah, it doesn't look uh, like you want to get hit with that great sword. And it has a downward glance that's a little bit emo or death metal-y. Like, <laughs> it's either like My Chemical Romance or like a Nordic death metal band, like lead singer's dream costume. <laughs> it looks like Elric. Kind of like Elric. Ooh, nice. It does kind of look like Elric. Yeah. And it's 25 feet away What's from Elric's sword named? Uh, oh. Uh, it has a great name. Yeah. Steve. It, does, it has a really good name. Mm. Is it Stormbringer? Is it Ice? Stormbringer. Stormbringer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stormbringer. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, it's your time to shine, Deli. Oh, God. All right. Yeah, Dogger's moving. Merrick, get yourself over that pew! And uh, he runs at the at the giant that opened the door. He's he's the closest to it. You just see Baron's armor and gun on the ground. So he's going to try to uh, <laughs> he's going to try to distract it. Uh, well, yeah, this is as good as opportunity as any, I think. Um, yeah, so he'll run at the creature. Okay. So if the first move action and then the second move action gets me there, and uh, I will climb up on the creature. All right, attempt well, to anyway. Attempt to. It so, hasn't acted, so uh, no attack right. of opportunity, but it doesn't even affect you because you've got some jam that avoids that. So let's see uh, if you get up. All right, so that is going to be 44. 44 against its CMD. Yeah. You are on that All right. giant. He jumps on. Uh, let's see what secrets you hold. And he's going to hold on to this purple cape and try to stay clear of the hair that's on fire. 
Nestor, you've been uh, hanging back there um, while the Baron walked forward and Metra kind of hung with Dalgrith. You're right in front of the, the big chair to the south-facing desk. What do you do? Uh, uh, he is going to take a five-foot step uh, to the northwest so that he has a pretty clear shot at the giants that Dalgrith just went after. Okay. Um, and he's going to go all out. <laughs> he is. Uh, and he is going to fire off a multi-shot with a mini shot with old Jota to start off with. Okay. Come on, buddy. Uh, that is a 28 to hit against flat-footed. 28 against flat-footed is a hit. Yes. However, Uh-oh. you see However. in front of it, um, there's this like blast of multicolored hues surrounding it that is like prismatic and oh, fading prismatic in and out. Shield? Uh, roll a 20% mischance. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, so 21 or higher, you're... Oh, no! All right. Not on the many shot. Uh, 56. All right. Okay. That is a hit. Okay. 56 oh. is one of my favorite numbers. And really? Mine's 55. My absolute favorite number. I like six and I like five. Let's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> How many damage? Do it up, Mike. <laughs> uh, so, and this, uh, th- this, this creature has not gone yet, right? No. Okay. So that I mean, uh, yes. that will be my. It'll include sneak attack damage. Fifty-seven points of Jeez. damage. Jesus, baby. Fifty-five, fifty-six, fifty-seven. Oh, wow! Look at that. Prime rib. Oh. Uh, <laughs> they're all prime rib numbers. Second attack. <laughs> Natty nineteen for a critical threat. Oh, oh do man! It. Do critical it. Threat. Critical threat. Critical. Critical. What did you guys do without this guy? Uh, that is. We had Jimmer. Well, that's a that's a thirty. That's a thirty on the confirm. Roll a twenty percent miss chance. Okay. Oh boy. Come on, Mrs. Dash. Oh, oh sixty-two. Oh, oh God. sixty-two. Okay, so that's a uh, confirmed crit. Yeah. Confirmed crit. All right. Uh, let's see. Oh my see. God. We got Brian from Atlanta. Hand shot. Hand shot. Your shot strikes the target in its weapon hand. Yep. Slash, slash, this slash paw, causing serious lasting injury. Double damage, and the target takes a minus two penalty to, to attack rolls, damage, and checks made with that hand. Main hand, if the weapon was two-handed. Until it receives magical healing or completes a long rest. Fortitude save limits the penalty to one round. Oh, it'll definitely... Well, actually, it's a 30, but it's it'll... It's a 30. It's still their best save, so... Uh, I actually failed the fortitude. Wow! wow. So until it's magically healed, it's minus two to hit and damage. And what if it's two-handed weapon? It's, it's wielding a greatsword two-handed. It just says that it, ha- it, it happens to the main hand. Okay, so two-handed. minus two to attack. Hold me to that. I'll write it on uh, roll 20, just so I remember. Uh, all right, so what is that double damage? Uh, that's 69 points of damage. Oh, God. <laughs> the best possible does it damage. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, right. The best possible damage. <laughs> and uh, final attack. <laughs> Not even done! Uh, that is a... Natty 8 for 21. Natty 8 for 21 is a miss. Uh, but not without dealing <laughs> serious damage. I still feel pretty good about that round. <laughs> Baron. As you should. What do you think? You want to don your armor hastily and pick uh, up your gun? Ha- hastily don. Hastily don. Uh, hastily don. Uh, you did remove everything to never, pray, right? Never right. Not as, as is tradition. Um, <laughs> Baron is... Can he see over... If he's standing on the pew now where he was seated, can he like see over the top of it? Uh, if, you, if you hop up on the pew, you could, but that is a move action. 
so I, it's so tall. The back of a giant is so tall, I can't see over it to like get cover and fire out at the giant. Yeah, they're going to get a, a bonus to their AC. They're going to get cover. Um, yeah, think of it as like a barrier. All right. You're I'll, closer to the barrier. Actually, how does that work? When you're closer to the barrier, you get the cover and they don't? Correct. But yeah. I, I was thinking because, I thought you meant because they're in the room, like the, the, the giant's kind of in the room. I thought you were saying the cover was from the wall. You know, oh, yeah, that's there. the other problem is, like, you're shooting. Well, well I guess I, it's kind of clear. If I took a five-foot step here, could I take a shot from there? Yeah, I would say the pew. Would you have to jump up on the pew? That's the question. Can you it see wouldn't over. be a five-foot step. He's on yeah, the pew. I'm going to say you have to, but he was sitting. You got to. Oh. You got to well, do a I move action. stand yes. up. Move action on to there, and you can take one shot. Okay, so I'm going to move on, and I'm going to take one shot. It's outside of my first range increment. Really? It looks so close. By by, It's still just within one. So this is against regular AC. Rapid shot. Now, is, the angle that you're at, you get a perfect shot here. I'm not going to give it any bonuses. Rapid shot and deadly aim are off for this attack. There we go. Thank That's a plus 17. 19 critical threat. Oh, oh come on. Do it. Oh, do, it. Do, it. do it. Do it. Do it. Four times. Do it. Do it. Critical, critical threat. 29. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Confirmed crit. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Would a 25 have confirmed? Uh, yes. Fuck, I should have left it on. I always should. Why did I? This is the first time I haven't taken you my own take advice. Your advice. All right. Uh, so what do we got? Uh, let's see. Let's say, boom, 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 boom. Uh, let's go with Mick. Hi, Mick. Hi, Mick. Hey, Mick. Kelso Washington. Oh, that's uh, uh, is that our Mick? Mick K. Yeah, friend of the show, Mick. Oh yeah. Hey, Mick. Hi, Mick. Uh, Divine Ricochet. I feel like Mick's been on here before. Maybe it was for a fumble. I think you're right. Uh, Divine, because oh, I don't remember like Divine Ricochet. Hit one of my other you guys. You feel the power the of your deity flow through yes. you oh. when you fire your weapon as your projectile ricochets between and through the enemies facing you. Double damage to your initial target and normal damage to up to two nearby targets, enemies within 20 feet. So it's not relevant. Any targets hit by the ricochet receive a reflex save for half damage. That is a cool uh, crit there. It's a very cool idea. But it's, so it's just a double damage. Double damage. No other ones are. The other ones are across the whole room. Which view is quad or trip? Uh, quad. Quad, yeah. quad. Quad damn zoni. That guy's got one fucking attack. He quad damn zoni. <laughs> Dude, I mean, this is like, this is what Dahlgrave does. Oh, roll a 20% mischief. Oh, oh, yeah. Ooh. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll do that first. Don't <laughs> yeah, worry. Don't, don't add up all that sweet, sweet damn Come on, miss, miss, Come on, miss. Man. 47. Oh. <laughs> Passenger 47, baby. <laughs> 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 this is what Dogwraith does. He jumps on creatures, does nothing, and then rides their dead body to the ground. This is, <laughs> this is his then The stories say that he did all the work. Exactly. That's but then right. it looks so good. The way he rode those giants to the ground. Yeah, I really think that. Didn't we say this before that it's the difference? That what makes Dogwraith Dogwraith is just he has great PR. <laughs> he doesn't really do any of this. Yeah. Uh, that is 75 points of damage. <laughs> Uh, that's one down. Yeah! Yes! <laughs> yes. Wow. I mean, two crits. Well, two yeah. crits. Two crits. You take those two crits away, he's around for another round. Uh, yeah, so Dogrith rides him down to the ground. Let's keep things moving here. Uh, it is Metra's turn. Uh, so these are the doors to these rooms on the east side of the room opened, right? Yes, the both uh, doors are opened, and you see those same uh, same giants uh, be decked 
uh, in the same outfit, holding great swords, purple capes, cowls, uh, ready to come out and attack. So the way I'm drawing this arrow on this map, I should have line effect, line of effect with no obstructions. Yeah, it looks that one. way to me. Oh dear. Is that true? You're great. Uh, would you do me a favor and roll? We'll save. Come on. What are you trying to Come do? Come on. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. You don't want to tell me? Just, just roll your Wilson. Okay. 24. You succeeded. <laughs> Nothing happened. <laughs> hey, you know what? what? That would have been cool. It would have been cool. It would have been great. Uh, do you want to move it all? No, I'll stay where I am. Okay. I'm going to delete that minus two to attack that I wrote on there because that guy's dead. It's their turn. Shadun dun to do. Flip flip flumpy flu. Uh, okay. <laughs> Tired of your shit, Alia. Uh, <laughs> We're having fun. We're having a good time, huh? Uh, okay. I think I know what I want to do here. The one, uh, so there's one to the, we'll say the north, and one to the south. The one to the south comes out into the room. About 30 feet into the room is just behind uh, that uh, the final pier to the right. There's three piers up here. Pew, excuse me. Yeah, there's a pier. <laughs> right. A pier all of a sudden he appears. A pier appears. A pier appears. <laughs> Baron and Nestor roll a will save. Oh, boy. Oh, 23 for Nestor. 35 for Baron. You both save as the uh, just... As the creature channels negative energy. Oh, they're clerics. Uh, Six points of damage to both of you. Okay. It's half damage, right, for a save? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, and then the other one. Ooh, man, he is far away. He is going to also come into the room, uh, stand right behind his buddy, and... God, you guys have such good saves. He can't get any further this round, so he is going to cast a spell on Metra. Metra roll a will save. You roll a will save. You roll a will save. Uh, 20. Poop. <laughs> uh, Man. All right, so it just reaches out its hand, takes one hand off the greatsword, reaches across the room to you. And you were able to withstand whatever it was trying to do. Oof. It's the top of a new round, and that, it is Dalgrith's that turn. That natural five, by the way. <laughs> um, you're in the room with some casters. What do you want to do, Dalgrith? Uh, Dalgrith is in a terrible position. Uh, he's, he's very far away from everything. Not great. Uh, you know what? Dalgrith is going to flank out to the left. Um near the pew that uh, Baron is on. Okay. And he's going to, like, go low. He's going to kind of, like, army crawl down, kind of. Not actually down, because I don't think he needs to. Okay. I think he could just squat a little bit and attempt a stealth check against these guys to basically disappear to them behind cover. That's fair. Uh, so, quick stealth check against, against both against of their perceptions. Their perception. Yeah, so it's 35. And, uh, and then he's going to move up until he is basically... Uh, Oh, no, I can only move half speed because of stealth. So I'm just going to move up till I'm basically 10 feet away from Baron. But right. I'm on the floor. Baron's on the pew. I'm just under him. Baron could see me. I could see him. I could be like, shh, I'm staying up. But pr- presumably they can't see you unless they're... Uh, unless they perceive you higher than you. 35, yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Um, and you are moving, and you have metal armor? Uh, no. You don't? Okay. No, no. All right, so you're pretty stealthy along there. You feel pretty confident, um, but who knows? It is Nestor's turn. 
Okay. You see now the same multicolored hue, uh, prismatic shield kind of surrounding these creatures. Yeah. Uh, Nestor is going to slip back, take a five-foot step back away from these creatures, and he's going to uh, concentrate fire on the one closest to him. Okay. First shot, uh, swift action study target. First shot, many shots. Uh, that's a natty 18. Um, so, uh, yeah, assuming that's a, that's that's a, a hit. hit. Uh, and, uh, do you do your mischance? Oh, mischance. 22. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, How about a 30% mischance? I feel like that's more fun. <laughs> <laughs> you never hear a good 30%. You never yeah. do. You never do. But that was back when you could buy an $8 price. That's right. <laughs> Times have changed. Uh, oh. That's 53 points of damage. Okay. First one. Second attack. Uh, that is a natty 10 for a 27 to hit. 27 misses. Before okay. you resolve that attack and miss, Baron will enact an immediate action and take an attack of opportunity using his target of opportunity speeds. What? Solo yeah. tactics on the Inquisitor. So because he is within, within X amount of feet of you, if he misses an attack, you get an attack? If he made it. I just didn't want to interrupt Skid in the middle of it. But oh, okay. I, I thought it'd be a good time. Yeah, yeah, I should have taken it after the first one. So here we go. That is a... So he's 25 feet away. This is against regular AC, but it is still a uh, 33 to hit. That is a hit. All right. Is that the first time you've used that power? Uh, Since Nestor's been back, yeah. Wow. I probably should have been using it more. I can only use it... I can't just, like, pop it off. It's an immediate action, so I only get once, but it's uh, it's But this is the thing you were talking about. It's, like, for ranged attacks, right? Yeah. You weren't using it for Metra's... Uh, ability. Right. The flavor, and I people have shouted at me, but the flavor of your missiles and slings and arrows, it felt more appropriate to use it with someone using arrows or a bolt or something like that. Yeah, for me. yeah. Uh, 69. The oh. best possible thing to <laughs> Does it just ever stop with you? Does it ever stop? Every day is full of sunshine that <laughs> emanates from within myself. And you rolled a 20% mischance? That was, that was that the 69. Was the oh, that was the 69? Yeah. yeah. So oh, best God, I would, possible result. Let me give myself 69 uh, hit points back. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, jeepers, uh, what is the best possible result? Um, he dies. He just dies on the spot. Uh, I will say... The bullet uh, pierces through his arm, uh, and he uh, drops his greatsword. Beautiful. Wow. wow. That's amazing. Awesome. Here's the damage. Uh, what an incredible shot, dude. Uh, 22 points of damage on that attack. 22 points of damage. And Nestor still has one attack left. I do. Uh, 69. Let's give one more. Shit, this is the first time I've done that. Glowing horseshoes. Uh, and that is that is a twenty nine to hit. Twenty nine hits. Okay. All right. Let's see. Miss chance. Uh, oh, miss chance. Oh yes, miss chance. Thank you. Let's get another sixty nine. Uh, thirty nine. Thirty nine. Uh, no one ever missed. And that, that is uh, chance. Oh Except wow. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> Joe fire some ranged weapons. That would be me. <laughs> uh, Twenty eight points of damage. Oh boy. Good round there, fellas. Uh, all right. Now it's Baron's actual turn. You ought to use your immediate action, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, that's true. Oh, and uh, I'm going to do Blood Reader. How many uh, hit points does it have left? 86. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's 86. The worst possible result. Worst possible result. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. 
Um, I'm in a sticky situation here. Yeah, it sucks to be you. Uh, I'm going to shoot against regular AC and hope that I hit uh, and make sure that rapid shot is off before I get going. Okay. Here we go. The first attack is a natural one. Oh, no. Oh, All right. No. Definite misfire. Let's see if it fumbles. Obviously, you have the, the slate spider, but it's, is it a... It's already been active um, for bone. a minute, remember? Oh, that's right. It's the same uh, day. Is it a fumboni? Uh, that is a 26 to Against regular AC? Yeah. We got a fumble, folks. We got a oh, fan no. fumble and a misfire. What if the fan fumble is, if it's barren, he shoots himself and dies? Oh, this is horrible. This is horrible. <laughs> is too much? It sounds a little bit OP to me. Uh, yeah. Well, you never know what the fans Oh, if God. this fumble is attributed to Baron and his gun happens to be misfired at the same time. <laughs> uh, gosh. Okay, here we go. This one from Gary in Brooklyn. Hi, Gary. Gary Brooklyn in Brooklyn, in New York. House. Splintering shot. Oh, this doesn't sound good for us. The projectile fragments as it leaves the weapon or your grasp if thrown. The shards affect all creatures, including the attacker, within a five-foot burst centered on the attacker. Normal damage to all creatures in the burst, including you. Reflex save for half damage. So you and Dalgrith. So, uh... Oh, no, I'm not within five feet. I'm ten feet away. He's on the ground, technically, so... I'm also ten Uh, feet away. Okay, Uh, so it's only a five-foot burst? Yeah, it's a five-foot burst, so it's just anybody adjacent to it. All right, so reflex save to negate, it might not be anything. Uh, because he has evasion. Or is it half? Yeah. Oh, he doesn't have evasion, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Natural one. Oh, dude, it's piling up. So, wait, is it normal damage? Yeah, normal. Yeah, yeah to yourself. But I mean, it doesn't have the bane, right? Yeah, no bane. You don't have <laughs> dwarf, not dwarf bane on there? Bane. <laughs> that was a real dumb move. Dekai <laughs> called down a judgment of sacred dwarf bane. That was the modification. Master <laughs> age of the gun. Right? That's right. So, how much damage do you deal to yourself? Uh, it makes sense, too. It's like the gun explodes. Basically. Are you up close and deadly? Backfires. I'm not up close and deadly, but I turn deadly aim back on, which is why I confirmed the fun. Uh, I should have left it off outside of my range. I'm back and forth. I'm vacillating. Uh, it's a total of 21 points of damage to myself. Ooh. Ooh. The mo- Boom! The most Backfire. damage anyone has uh, hurt you or your allies in this room. It's um, true. <laughs> we really often are the ones who hurt ourselves the most. It's true. It's very true. Uh, uh, let me ask you what you, you want to do hurt, here. You always hurt the ones you are. So if I can... <laughs> <laughs> if I can uh, suspend, I forgot how we rolled on this. If I can suspend my full round attack, since I've only taken one action mm-hmm. and spend a move action and a grip point to, to clear the misfire, I'd like to do that. I'm pretty sure that's fine. Okay, uh, uh, so that is my turn, and I have one grip point left. Oh, oh actually, did I? I didn't kill the giant, right? No, did you? Yeah. Okay, yeah, you did. I, I have two. Right, so you have two good Great. points. All right. Beautiful. You live forever. Metra, you are up. This creature reached out to you, extended a hand, and nothing happened. You did the same thing to one of them. Uh, so I, I'm going to do the same thing now to the one in the back, the one that still has its sword. Okay. I'm going to reach out towards it and shoot a ray. Ooh, is it Ray Liotta? Uh, it's a natty. <laughs> 15 is not Ray Liotta, so that's a 27 against Touch AC. 27 against Touch AC is a hit. Let me see if you need to take a uh, mischance. I don't think you do. Uh, Each ranged attack directed at you for which you must make an attack roll. 
Yeah, 25. Uh, For the mischance? Yeah. You know what? Just roll the damage. Okay, well, it's not, it's not damage. So roll a, uh, a fortitude save, which you will definitely pass. Uh, I don't know. I didn't before. Yeah, I made that one. 35. Okay, okay so this is uh, Raven Feeblement. Ooh, that's Ooh, good. Nice. So you take... It is Ray Liotta. So it would t- it'd be 10 strength damage, but you pass your fortitude save, so you take 5 strength damage. 5 strength damage on a Ray of Enfeeblement. Now that makes me want to take my target of opportunity with his race, if they have a ranged attack on him. The way you read that description in there. I, I don't know what to yeah, do. Yeah, you made me roll a mischance. Yeah, yeah, well... Um, yeah, you, you're learning as you go, so you can share that information. Wow, that really is a big chunk to its strength. Thank God I passed the fortitude save. Do you want to move at all? Uh, uh... Yes. In fact, I will move. I will take a five-foot step. Okay. And then I'm done. All right. uh, I take a five-foot step close. I'm almost directly behind Nestor now. All right. The one up front is the one uh, who dropped uh, his weapon. I'm not going to worry about him so much, but the one in the back uh, is going to come up to Baron and... uh, Take one swing. I should not and power. There's, there's no defensive bonuses from where I am in the pew, and him swinging. Right now, you're an eye level with it. Uh, that's what allowed you to shoot it without the pew any is eye level. Is it a bar stool? With you, oh, tiny little you, yeah. Uh, I really don't want to put power attack on um, because of your AC, but you know what? I'm going to do it because if one hits and if I can crit, it might be nice. Come on. You'd enjoy it. Good roll. We'd all have a good time, I think. I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> critical threat. Natty oh. 19 with a great oh. sword. Uh, oh, man. Critical threat. Do you want to know the number you have to roll to confirm before you roll it? No, I'm just going to roll it and see what happens. Oh, baby. This could be good. Oh, dear. This could be a lot of damage with power attack. I'm fucking scared. Oh. 24. Nope. Oh. No. Oh. Yeah. Oh. What was the number? 33. Okay, and it wasn't a nat 20, so it's no... Uh, exploding dice. No exploding dice. Oh. They got improved crit. This is the enfeebled giant, too. <laughs> this is the enfeebled giant. Oh. Yeah. oh, so this... Oh, yes, so, I have that on there. Oh, this would have been even better. So what did? What was your total on the, the first attack? Uh... 34. But did you take into account the strength difference? Yeah, I, I have the Raven Thieblin on the oh, sheet. Okay, great. Got it. Yeah. Uh, all right, so it's going to be hmm, 34 points of damage. That is hard, and it hurts. And Baron says, ow! The yeah, other- Grace sees this, like, oh! over the edge of the pew, and just like, Squaw! brutal. Could have been way worse. Wait, so he... Picked up his thing as no nope. other oh. other, oh, other giant. The other one, however, does pick up uh, his sword with a move action, and then goes to cast a spell. Oh, on Dalgrith. Oh, oh, so he sees me, Dalgrith. Oh no, yeah, that's right. You're hiding. Hmm, 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 hmm. I forgot you were hiding. I bet you did. That was the idea. That was good. <laughs> I forgot it was there. That was damn good. Pretty soon I'm going to do nothing to you, and then Nestor's going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, again, reaches out his hand towards Metra. 
just really focusing on you. A little battle of the magic wits. Roll a will save. Uh, Natty 17. <laughs> 32. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> Battle of the Wills. Metro wins again. <laughs> this is a different giant, but they're both trying their willing. Yeah, they're all just trying to get you. No good. They're Top of the new them. round. Dalgrith, you are sneaking back there. As far as you know, they can't see you. Uh, however, one has moved up, and, like, you can see it. Oh, <laughs> this is so bad. Uh, but it just did a number on Baron. And so he doesn't want his brother taking that kind of damage. So here's what I want to do. Okay. I want to just jump on the pew, jump on the back of the pew, and then jump onto the giant. Okay. So like, vroom, vroom, vroom. Uh, do you want to do it stealthily to see if you maintain uh, the ability for it to not see you? Or you just want to jump, jump? I want to do it uh, acrobatically, you know, to avoid the attack of opportunity, but I'm, I'm not worried about stealth. It's going to see me coming. Right. Yeah. Getting up on the pew, no problem with the acrobatics check that you can do in your sleep. Uh, getting over the pew to him, you'd have to try to avoid the attack of opportunity. Okay. So rolling against his uh, CMD. Yeah. Correct? So we'll say you just get up on the pew, no problem. You're, there's no natural one in skill yeah. check. So you're going to get up there. Your speed is going to slow down, obviously. Yeah. Uh, now roll to avoid the attack of opportunity. Uh, that is... A 42 Against its CMD That is a pass Okay Yeah And then another roll To actually jump on it And cling on uh, Go cling on Man I can't, just can't get like High rolls uh, This is a tweener I think Oh no Maybe not 38 38 is enough You're on it Okay Nice Woo. Oh man all right, so he leaps past Baron uh, and just grabs onto the creature and kind of gets in his face. So, You're going to have to deal with me now, you son of a bitch. You're yeah. kind of like Chucky. Yeah. You could just run up and exactly. jump on <laughs> and people. And he just, just starts distracts them. them and irritates the shit out of them. Yeah. Uh, and all I need to do is draw its attention away from you and Baron. Hmm. And then you can just riddle it. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. uh, All right, so you are on top of it and moving right along. It is Nestor's turn. All right, Nestor... Is uh okay, so he is gonna do a swift action and do study target on the second one, the one that Dalgreath is on now. Okay. Um how many hit how many hit points does it have? That's a different one. Yeah. Do you get to you can just find out? Yeah, well, it's I, a I have study target. Any any one that I have studied target on. Oh, it has hundred and eighty six hit points. Oh wow. So what are you using? Uh, excuse me, hundred and eighty eighty nine. That's a blood reader. No, I know. Study target now. What does that use in, in action economy? Uh, it's a swift action. Oh, that's a fucking amazing. Yeah, and I think that's I can so have. I think I can have three at once at my level. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, so just study everyone in the room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, three rounds and then yeah. take them all out. Um, okay, so he is going to take a beat on the the other one, the one that Dalgreath has not jumped on to try to finish it off first if he can. The other one. Okay. Uh, and first attack with the many shot. Uh, that is, uh, 29. 29? Okay, now roll the mischance. And mischance. Any of these gonna work? <laughs> you are due, Troy. 77. Oh, oh lucky 77. <laughs> Spirit of 77. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that is 50 points of damage. Okay, that was the one that only has uh, 86 hit points left, right, so now it right. has 36. 36. All right, finish All right. it off. Second attack. Let's see. Come on, hit this one. Uh, I don't think so. It's a 26. 26 misses. Okay, final attack. Natural one. 
Oh, to confirm with your lowest base attack oh, I'm bonus. I'm totally going to fumble this. Oh, uh, Natty 16. Uh, that is a 28. That's it exactly. Oh, God. So not fine. Your lowest oh. attack bonus is plus 12? <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. So uh, just a miss what could have been real ugly, yeah. and it is Baron's turn. Baron, uh, Dalgut And I'm going gonna, gonna to take a five-foot step back. Five-foot step back. Baron, uh, Dalgut just jump, 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 jump past you. Uh, he's now st- uh, on top of the giant that is five feet away from you. So tippy toes on top of this pew, you can see Baron standing there and kind of balancing. Not too hard because it's giant size lumber. Mm-hmm. Uh, but talk to me about the acrobatics checks. Do they have reach? Do I need to do? I want to move away and avoid attacks of opportunity. You have no reason to think they don't have reach with their size and yep. the weapon that they're using. So uh, yeah, where do you want to move to? You want to hop off the pew? I kind of want to stay on the pew and move to the very edge of the pew, like dancing on like a needle's head, like right there where I pinged on the map. All right, see if you can uh, avoid the attack of opportunity. Natural one, Troy. Oh, my God. Back to back to back. So that would be no. Uh, It is going to. Ah. This is the enfeebled one. I Um, still get there, though, correct? You still will get there, but it, it still has power attack on. And it will try to reign supreme. I should have just taken an attack of opportunity for you. I wasn't thinking. Oh, I did a grant roll right out of the box. Natural two. All right, you're good. All right, all right. All right. so you get out of there scot free. Hold on, I got to readjust myself so the horseshoe fits up there real nice. I'm going to keep okay. you on that square there. You were kind of on a. Yeah, that's what he was trying to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. One single shot. One shining moment. <laughs> uh, not a misfire, but as close as possible. 19 against touch, AC. 19 against touch. Well, actually, 21 against touch. But Yep, that's a hit. All right, here comes the damage. Here comes, here the, comes boom. the boom. Joe's face watching Grant do math is, uh, is always precious. <laughs> <laughs> it's just painful. <laughs> it's because of the giant's bane not being applied here, and I can't take it on in a box because it applies greater bane, so I always forget about the plus two bonus. Anyway, uh, 34 points of damage against that dent. <sighs> gross. Very, very gross. Oh, it has two left. Uh, all right. Damn it. It is Metra's turn. Metra, you're winning the uh, battle. Will you win the war? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> But I'm going to reach out and uh, touch Nestor, and he's going to vanish. Oh, That's just rude. Uh, beautiful. Okay, Rolo will save. No, uh, <laughs> do you want to move at all? Yes. Okay. Uh, Metro is going to slip along the edge of the uh, the room uh, and get into the pews. Get into the pews. Um, that is smart, because with Nestor out of the way, that thing could have just charged directly at you. Can I be in the square? Am I squeezing? Or I don't know. Uh, like. Yeah, I don't love it, but that's fine. Uh, it's a weird room. Uh, all right, so Nestor is invisible. Dalgrith is on that giant, so I think they're both going to have to attack Dalgrith. <laughs> um, so this guy... Oh, I'm that's fucked up. Pretty sure here. Let's see. Yeah, he is uh, able to do a full attack on Dalgrith, and the other one is able to do a full oh, attack really? on Dalgrith. It's oh, like wow. seeing a fly on your friend's head and going to swat it and just smacking him right in there. That's what I'm hoping <laughs> will happen with these giants, that they'll just slice off the head of his oh, friend. Oh, dude, he's dead. Six full attacks with a weapon that crits 19 to 20 against Dalgrith. You won't need a single crit. He'll, he'll be dead. We'll see you next week. Oh, oh no! Yeah!
and the fog. Fuck <laughs> off! Oh, oh, what a way I to didn't go! Know was in a full oh. attack. What range. a way to go! Oh, he's gonna swing a greatsword at his buddy's face. Only if he hits. Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.